0: I want to tell you the story of my grandma and her lifelong battle with canned peas. Begins in the 1960s, my father and his two sisters were in the living room watching TV while my grandma was making dinner in the kitchen. And for the first time in her life, she bought a can of peas, she never had canned peas before. And alas, she really didn't know how to cook them. So instead of opening them up pouring them out and heating them up, she just plonked the can straight onto the stove and went into the living room to watch TV. Now I'm told this is very unusual. Grandma always stayed in the kitchen until dinner was done. But on this day she left and took a break and thank God she did, because the moment she sat down there was an almighty bang and they rushed back into the kitchen to see that the can had exploded. Everything was green. There were bits of shrapnel on the wall. And it was clear that if grandma had stayed in the kitchen, she would have been killed. Anyway, 50 years went by and grandma was in that same kitchen with yet another can of peas. And by this stage, she had learned how to cook them. So she was opening them up, but then she dropped the can and the can cut her leg and her leg became infected and her health got worse and worse until she died. And as my auntie said soon after, the peas got her in the end. Well, (laughs) uh, you might not be at war with such a specific mode of death. But you are at war with death. And you might beat it a couple of times. You might beat it a lot of times. But death is going to get you in the end. Death always has the last word. Or does it? Let's look at Matthew 28. Matthew twenty-eight. The disciples are in hiding. They're freaking out. They've just seen Jesus get crucified and they're really worried that they're going to be next. But there were a couple of women who were close to Jesus, one named Mary and another named Mary, and they decided they wanted to go and visit his body. So they went to the tomb. And when they got to the tomb, there was a massive earthquake and the stone that had sealed the tomb rolled away. And then an angel appeared, and the angel said, He is not here! He is risen! And the women were astonished. They could hardly believe it. So they went into the tomb and looked around, and sure enough, Jesus was gone. He had come back from the dead. He had resurrected. Now, I'm aware that some of you watching will find this very hard to believe. And that's fair enough. It's a wild claim that Jesus came back from the dead. So I want to tell you a couple of things that many people have found very helpful when it comes to getting your head around the resurrection. First is this. At this time and in this culture, a woman's word was practically worthless. Like you could easily dismiss a woman as just being hysterical. Women couldn't even testify in court. Their testimony held no weight. So if Matthew was making all this up, and he was trying to convince people that the resurrection happened when it really didn't happen, there's no way that he would rest the entire thing on the testimony of two women. The only reason anyone would say that two women were the first witnesses to the resurrection would be if two women really were the first witnesses to the resurrection. You'd only say that if you were telling the truth. So we should consider that maybe Matthew is telling the truth. Here's the second one. About 15, 20 years after this event, uh, the Apostle Paul wrote a letter to the church in Corinth. Now, the date of this letter is not in dispute. All historians agree that 15 or 20 years is about right. And in this letter, he recites a creed, some kind of poem or oral history about the resurrection. And scholars, for the most part, agree that this creed was in existence about three to five years after Jesus' death and resurrection. And the creed says this, let me read it to you. It says, "'For what I received, I passed on to you as first importance," and this is the creed, "'that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, "'that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day "'according to the scripture, and that he appeared to Cephas, that's Peter, and then to the 12, that's the 12 disciples, and after that he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all he appeared to me, that being Paul. Now this is a remarkable thing, because it means in this early period, When eyewitnesses who could either confirm or deny the resurrection were still alive, Christians were getting up and saying, Jesus came back from the dead. And if you don't believe me, ask around. They were openly inviting people to scrutinize these claims because they knew that if these people did go and interrogate the eyewitnesses, they would find out that it's all true. That Jesus really did beat death. That Jesus really did overcome death. That death did not have the last word. Jesus did. That death is a subordinate to Jesus. Those, the, these are the facts of the matter, as far as I'm concerned, at least. Now, why does this matter? Why is this relevant to your life? Well, um, the Bible tells us But if we put our faith in Jesus, and if we trust in the fact that Jesus power is greater than death's power, then we, too, can overcome death. We will still experience a physical death here on earth, but then we'll step into glory. And by glory, I mean all the things that belong to Jesus will be given to us eternal life in the everlasting arms of God. So maybe, maybe the peas did not defeat Grandma after all. I remember at her funeral right at the end we sang this old Salvation Army song, O Boundless Salvation, Uh, and we all stood up for it and we curled our lips and uh, puffed out our chests and we sang with a kind of defiance. We were grieving, but this was a victory song. We all had this strong sense that Grandma had triumphed and she was now beholding the full glory of God. That glory is open to you also. Put your faith in Jesus and he will get you there. Amen. Amen.